This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Hello and welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast. I'm Brian. It's Josh. Brian and Jay. Dustin Nichols. It's Ricketts. And I'm Brad. Susie Roloff. Sam Jones. We've got Dan Terry with the Bass Mr. Noobs. Final cast. Station the Tide Saltwater Segment Hero. Adventures with Outdoor Woman. The Real Down on. Cyber Monday. <laughs> Happy birthday, you listeners. Oh, guys. This is a stud. He is a giant. Mr. Drew Gregory himself. Welcome, Drew. Got it. What's going on, Facebook Live? I always feel like I'm trying to imitate Scott Butcher when I do that. That's kind of weird. You know, but he does it so well. I mean, I got to kind of follow after his footsteps, you know. But uh, welcome, everybody, to another OG Show Live. Tonight we got Mr. Brad Hicks on the docket this evening. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, if you could, please go share. There should be a little button down there. Share the stream. We'll build the audience here real quick. Um, just a general, you know, run through of, uh, what's been going on lately. Um, congrats to everybody that made it down to the first ever BASS event down there and, uh, congrats to the winner. I forget that dude's name. I'm sure Brad knows. Sorry guys. I've been out of the loop. Um, had an intro to kayak fishing seminar this past weekend. Uh, great turnout. Um, 
so cool to see so many uh, new people uh, interested in the sport. I remember asking the question uh, throughout the, the uh, seminar, you know, how many people actually had kayaks? And there was only one gentleman out of 23 that raised their hand. That kind of blew my mind because I figured at least, you know, half, maybe more had kayaks and people were just looking for some info. And um, it was kind of cool. Had both men and women had uh, two young kids in the audience as well. So very cool to see our sport continuing to grow. Um, so if any of you out there, uh, watching were at the event, uh, thanks for attending much appreciated. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to bring on Mr. Hicks. Um, he's one of our hosts here at Paddle and Finn. If you don't know, I'm sure a lot of you have seen his Instagram or his Facebook. Uh, he's always keeping up with that, doing some cool stuff pumping out some cool content there. Uh, but, you know, I think we started with, uh, with Mr. Eldridge on this, in, on this round of, um, you know, interviewing the hosts on the OG show. Uh, if you guys didn't listen to um, Josh's story, uh, it's pretty powerful, man. I see Josh is in the chat and uh, I'm, I'm super proud of him. Um, you know, Talking about his past isn't the easiest thing in the world, and some of the struggles that he went through to where he is today, and how he found kayak fishing, and that's kind of uh, you know been his thing. That's been his vice to uh, relieve of past things. So I'm not going to spill all the beans. Go back on the podcast platform, listen to Josh's episode. Super cool. Um, I know we've had Eldridge on or I'm sorry, Eldridge, uh, Ricketts, we've had Jay Randall on, uh, Susie Roloff was a guest, Dustin Nichols. So I think we got Hicks, which we're knocking out tonight. Um, we got uh, Ryan Milford still up on the docket, Dan Perry, and uh, the new noob, Mr. Sean Lavery. I don't know if I'm missing anybody else, but... Uh, What's up, Chris? What's up, Josh? See some guys in the chat. Uh, drop a comment. Let us know where you're tuning in from. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Also, just real quick, guys, I don't know what happened today with the podcast, um, but it is now available on Apple, Spotify, I don't know, you name it, all the platforms. <coughs> we use the Anchor platform, and for some reason, there was a delay. Uh, we posted two episodes yesterday. And um, the one went up right away. The other one was delayed. And then the episode this morning uh, that should have um, launched right away didn't get up till what I, I think it was like five o'clock or something this evening. So I know there were some other guys that posted some episodes that were supposed to go live this morning um, and they didn't go up till uh, later on. So apologize for that. Hopefully, for the rest of the week, we're over that hump and uh, all that good stuff. John Jackson's in the chat. What's up, brother? Uh, we got Doug Mosley. Jacob Ruff says, we want Brad. Walton Doyle's tuning in. Oh, man. They're, they're screaming for you, man. Frank Briggs is in the house. Brad's shaking his head. We're going to bring him in. Let's do this. 
there he is. What's up? What's up, man? See, you were like, you before we started this, you were like, oh, nobody's going to tune in tonight, man. It's just me. And I'm like, dude, you know, you put a post up and everybody's looking forward to seeing your pretty little face, dude. I mean, they're screaming for you. They want me to shut up so you can talk. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I already see Josh uh, booing me right there, so I'm going to have to get him back. Uh, I think he was booing me, so we're good. Oh, we're well, good. Either way, <laughs> Josh is one of my best friends, man. Love yeah. that guy. He's all right. He's all right. <laughs> He's all right. But welcome, welcome onto the live stream, dude. Um, super pleasure to have you here. Um, let's get into a little bit about you. I know you've talked about it on the podcast before, but uh, for those that may not know who you are and just tuning in, man, where you're from, how long you've been in the kayak, things like that. I'm Brad Hicks from the Dayton, Ohio area. Uh, grew up here all my life. Uh, haven't really left the state other than probably like 10 times in my life. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I need to change that, start to uh, branch out and do some tournament fishing outside of the state of Ohio, but we'll get there someday. Um, I've been in a kayak since 2013 or 14. I can't remember exactly. So. Okay. Yep. What was your first boat? Uh, Pelican Trailblazer 100. Sit inside. I hated it. Getting dirty. Hated I, had it. A, I had a Pelican uh, 100X, man. Uh, I think it was a no, it wasn't a Mustang. I forget what it was. Either way, yeah. You know, my big rear end in that little 10 foot boat. It was pretty humorous. I'm like six yeah. foot four. For those of you that don't know, and uh, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking or how I got away with that. But, you know, it's one of those things, man. So what are you riding in now? Bonafide SS-127. Bonafide SS-127. Oh, the Red Line. That's my 2020 boat. So I know we were talking about that on After Hours, uh, which dropped last night. And uh, so what made you kind of go towards the Red Line, man? Um, uh I guess be different. I, I've never had a bright bright colored boat before, so I thought, uh, sure, why not? And then also the story of uh, Brock Howell that you've had in uh, on one of your podcasts. I I was like, man, you know what? It, it's important to be seen when you're on a lake. So that's going to be my lake boat. I, I will have a river boat. Uh, going to be a different color. Right on, right on. Shout out to Brock Howell. I see him. I see him in the chat here. So uh, if you guys haven't heard that story, you can go back and listen to that podcast. But yeah, that was a crazy story, man. He basically played chicken with a boat, but he wasn't necessarily playing the game. The guy in the boat was. So, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I dig it, man. Like I was telling you, man, we have a, we have a red line on the shop floor, and I was like, man, that's sharp. But when I was at the Bonafide factory um, early last year. I saw that red boat. Um, it was in the factory, and I remember talking to uh, Kelly about it. And uh, I thought they were going to do like some kind of uh, like fire and rescue type setup with it mm -hmm. or something. But uh, and then when I saw the new colors come out, I was like, "Ooh, that's pretty slick. That's pretty slick." But yeah, I know the 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 whole deal you're talking about man wanting to be in a different boat i mean that's kind of what drove me into the blue sky it was different and it really intrigued my mind and 
I'm like, man, I got to try this thing out. I mean, who doesn't want to try it out? I mean, it looks cool. looks like a lot of fun. And uh, I've had a blast ever since. So, yeah, I, cool. I, I've tried one of those blue skies out before. They're pretty yeah. cool. I dig it. Um, so here's a question I wanted to ask you, because I was talking about your social media uh, as I brought you on. And I saw you post the new setup of the boat, and you got two paddles sitting on your boat. I mean, really, bro? You going out with two paddles? Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Bending branches paddles. <laughs> no. What is that, in case one breaks or what? Yeah, uh, one's going to be the lake paddle. Of course, the lake paddle is going to be the navigator. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to bang out against rocks and stuff. So, Dude, that's a uh, sweet-looking paddle. Yeah, it's that's an amazing looking paddle. You've seen my video that I made about it and posted. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I get all like googly eyed and stuff when I look at it. <laughs> well, I mean, you're in the trades, man. I'm, I'm a woodworker by trade. And like, when I saw that paddle come out, I'm like, Ooh, that's yeah, sexy. that's sexy. I'm a, I'm a sucker for wood grain. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I got that pallet wall. You saw my house. I got that yeah. pallet wall in my yeah. living room. Yeah. I, I love wood, man. Well, it's hilarious, man. I'll go out to dinner with my wife all the time, and she's like, what kind of wood is this? What kind of wood is that? And I'll, like, yeah. name it off, you know? And, you know, usually, like, here in the Midwest, we got a lot of a lot of oak trees up this way, so it's, like, a lot of oak, and it's stained. And I'll, I'll tell her what the stain color is, and she's like, you're messed up, man. Like, you spend way too much time playing with wood, so... <laughs> kind of funny, kind of funny, but uh, yeah, yeah, man. So, I mean, what's your what's your plans for twenty twenty? You gonna you you mentioned you know, a river boat. What are you leaning towards for the river boat? Um, I'm still I'm still in the uh, fence. I'm in between the RS one seventeen and the SS one hundred seven. What 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 do you think's preventing you from either or? Um. The weight of each one, I know the RS-117 is lighter than the 107, Yeah, but the 107 has that nice storage area and the seat and, you know, uh, it, it's smaller too. I wanted something smaller for the river, but I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence. I've been on the fence for like a year. <laughs> well, your rivers are so tight out there, man. It's not like fishing the Mississippi, so you can get away with that smaller boat for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love fishing them little rivers. They're fun. I mean, every time I talk to you, you're always fishing a river, and then you end up going and uh, fishing a lake, and you complain about it. So, <laughs> and, and then I win a tournament. Yeah, right, right, right. But the guy goes and fishes a tournament <laughs> on a lake, and you know, takes home a W and uh, and a nice healthy check and things like that. But uh, uh, I see we got uh, Doug Mosley in the chat. Justin Staley, Walton Doyle says he just picked up an 11.7. Doug yeah, Mosley says Kusa, Kusa. I like the Kusa. That's I a just, cool boat too, man. I have a bunch of friends that float that thing. Well, I just uh, I got two boats on the way shipping out this week. And uh, for my river boat, I ended up going uh, with the Liska. Yeah. Every time I, I think of the Liska, I think of Jay, though. Well, that's uh, that's kind of what pushed me that way. I mean, I spent a lot of time in the Coosa last year in the river. Anytime I went out river fishing, and and we got smaller rivers here as well. Um, but uh, I did take the Lisk out a few times, and it could be a nice either or boat, and that's kind of why I picked it up. So it'll be a nice boat for a buddy to use when they come out here. You know, like uh, 
you know, Josh Eldridge came out here uh, yeah. last year, last fall. You know, so it's nice just to have another boat, um, you know, sitting in the garage ready to go. So, yeah. I, I remember 4th of July weekend when you and Jay were here, I was paddling right next to him. And uh, he, he was just – he was leaning back, you know, kind of like gangsta style, yeah. just paddling. <laughs> and I'm just like paddling as hard as I could trying to like keep the same pace, you know. Well, the funny part is, is uh, you know – at, at that given point in time, I was I was not part of the Jackson team. I still had my SS-127, and I brought that out there because I had the trolling motor on it. And um, I remember at one point, I was holding on one side uh, Josh Eldridge's boat, and on the other side was Jay Randall, and I was towing him around with the trolling motor around the yeah, lake. We I remember you sent us that video. Yeah. Well, it was hot as all get out, man. I mean, it was like 105 in the shade. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, what are you going to do? But uh, it was pretty funny. I was pulling the two guys in the Jacksons around it. You know, now it's vice versa. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, this year I'm uh, I'm going with the Flex Drive E in the, uh, in the uh, Byte FD. So that'll be very interesting. Dang. That's yeah. going to be sweet. So we yeah. had that boat sitting in our uh, booth for Loveland Canoe and Kayak. And I, I I just sat there and looked at it all week. And I'm like, yeah, that's a cool-looking boat, man. The Bite FD? Yeah. Yeah, it's a slick little ride, man. I, I haven't had it in the water, but uh, I ordered – that's the second boat I ordered. And uh, I, it's, it's going to be super fun, man. I've talked to a lot of guys about it. And uh, it's, it's a little go-kart on the water from what I've been told. Mm -hmm. So – It'll it looks be, bad. yeah, yeah, it'll be slick, man. So, uh, let's see. We got a few comments in the chat here. Uh, Brock House said, Big Rig FD for life. Uh, Jacob Ruff, I think that EX123 looks awesome. Then we got That'd my man, cool boat, man, we got my man JD DeRosier up in the house, and uh, he says, We need to come river fishing down with him i don't know jd I've oh dude i would of, love to go down there yeah well you gotta see some of the rapids that boy runs man i like, don't care so you're talking about the 107 there's an interesting picture and i remember we talked about it on one of the episodes i did with jd um back when he was floating bonafides he did a headstand in the seat on the SS 107. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Those those boats are super stable. It's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, JD's the only dude I've ever seen do a headstand in a, in a <laughs> kayak. So any y'all out there, you know, are feeling courageous, uh, send us some photos. Let's have a headstand contest in the kayaks. Oh man, <laughs> uh, I'm definitely gonna have to get me some of my yoga poses on mine now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Maybe that's what we should do. We should run a contest this summer, like funniest poses in a kayak. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to be wearing your life vest because that's absolutely <laughs> no life vest, automatic DQ, automatic DQ. But yeah. uh yeah, man. So so let's uh let's get back to 2020, man. Like what's your plans? You gonna fish some tournaments? You just gonna do some chillax fishing and uh media? What are you what are you thinking? Uh definitely gonna be relaxing fishing the river, uh mostly, but I became a member of the Cincinnati Kayak Fishing Trail. Uh 
I'm going to compete for AOI uh, against 57 other guys or something like that. Okay. So, uh, that trail is growing. It, it's pretty impressive. Uh, the first event last year had like 55 people in it. So uh, nice. if, if you're in that area, Cincinnati area, man, come out. That thing's growing. All the guys out there are awesome. I, I enjoy hanging out with them. It's very fun. cool. So it seems like that whole Ohio scene is is kind of blown up right now. I mean, yeah, you, you got. I mean, come on, you got Kurt Smiths is from there. I mean, national championship. Uh, Matt Ball, Aaron Steiger. Who yeah. else is out there, man? Um, John Graves. Yeah, Brad he Hicks. Competed. He just yeah. competed in the Bassmaster. John. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, that was cool. Very cool, man. But yeah, uh, doing the uh, local trail. I think I'm a couple years away from doing national stuff. I'm, I'm going to try to develop some relationships and stuff before that happens, so I have some, you know, some support after I go for it. Yeah, yeah, I dig it, man. So. I dig it. You're you're sticking to the home waters, developing your uh, skills, and then uh, looking to move out to uh, much wider and greener pastures. I can dig it, man. Yeah, I, I probably won't be oh. like crazy about it but you know i do want to do a few here and there i dig it i dig it man so are you gonna try fishing any of like the uh the local tournaments like east west harbor or anything like that for like the bigger events this year i i said last year i was gonna do east and west uh harbor kbf trail uh i didn't get to it i want to this year um I also wanted to go out to Lake Monroe though too. So I think yeah. those happen back to back weeks, maybe or around the same time. Okay, so I'll, I'll have to pick and choose which one exactly. Well, I know from uh, talking to my man Sam Jones, he was saying that that Lake Monroe is on fire. So yeah, yeah, speak, I heard the same thing. Speaking of which, I see Alan Reed in the chat. What's up, brother? And uh, Brock Howell reminded us Eric Siddiqui obviously is uh, yeah. from Ohio as well. Congrats to him. I saw he placed top 10 in the, at the Bass event and uh, also signed a boat deal with Native as well, man. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, I'm seeing, too, uh, we would love to have you in Indiana from Justin. Um, oh, dude, uh, yeah, I want to come out to Indiana. It's been like the SIAC events and stuff. It's been on my list. Yeah, well, we've been talking about doing a meetup uh, out in Indiana, man. We should. Um, I spent those two weekends uh, down at uh, the Indiana Boat Travel and Sports Show, I think is the name of it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, wow, I mean, uh, the kayak company that was there um, was uh, Moving Waters Outfitters. I think they sold like 50 boats. For that show and two Jeez. weekends, man, it was uh, it was pretty impressive. And not only that, but all the people in that area that were uh, just just completely already immersed into the kayak fishing community, and then not only that, but the ones that were looking to get into it as well. Yeah, they're a big shop, aren't they? Or outfitter? Yeah, yeah, I, I believe they're a fly shop, kayak company, guide service, you know, all that good stuff. So. That's sweet. Um, yeah, yeah, I've man. heard of them. Yeah, I know I've heard of them before. And then uh, obviously uh, met the folks that uh, own and run that shop uh, at that show, man. And it was uh, it was pretty impressive what those guys do. 
Yeah. Yeah. 50 boats in a weekend, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah two weekends. We, two oh, weekends. okay. That's two still weekends. impressive. I mean, we sold 10 uh, at the Cincinnati Expo. So, yeah. It was, yeah. 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 It, we were the only outfitter there that even sold more than like two. It was, nice. pretty, it was it was a pretty good weekend. Super busy. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Well, this is your first year doing like the shows and stuff, right? Or is mm-hmm. this your second year? Uh, first year. So what are your thoughts on that, man? Like for, for guys that are out there, maybe, you know, looking at getting on the pro staff side of things and, and going out and doing shows, what's your, what's your impressions of that whole scene? I absolutely love doing the shows, man. It's so much fun. Uh, I mean, if you if you love talking about kayak fishing, you will have no problem talking to random strangers about it. I thought, I like, before the whole uh, thing started, I thought I was going to be, uh, I don't know, anxious and nervous. And, you know, I did a seminar with Nate uh, just last weekend. I, no, I was I was not nervous at all. I mean, it just came naturally. Which is odd because you're usually a, a nervous Nelly, man, when it comes to stuff like that. So, well, I was thinking about this over the last year. Uh, what's what started it? I, I had to go out of my comfort zone to go and talk to Ricketts about what it took to uh, get on a kayak team and stuff like that. Sure. So, when I, when I first walked up to him, I was like, I was shaking, I was nervous. That's that that wasn't me back then, but. After going through all this stuff and then being added to Paddle and Finn, talking to like a ton of people that I would not normally talk to, it's like it's it's opened myself up. I feel more confident in myself uh, talking to other people, and it, it's awesome. I enjoy it. Heck yeah, man! Well, I know uh, I know it's funny. Um, you know, I think this was Eldridge's first first year doing it, and uh, mm-hmm. he said the same thing, man. He's like, uh, uh, you know. He's like, I didn't know what I would talk to people about. And then he f- learned that he knew more about kayak fishing than his own job. Yeah. <laughs> and when I was, the mill, you know? Yeah. And when I wasn't there to talk about the bonafide boats, he would walk over if somebody was looking at it and he would r- just rattle off like all the specs on them. He's like, yeah. I didn't realize I knew that much about bonafides. I'm like, it, it's funny, man. I had that similar experience uh, last year. You know, last year, yeah, was it last year? Yeah, last year was my first go around with the shows and stuff. And uh, I remember talking to people like nonstop, man. And I'm like, wow, I didn't know I knew that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd you say know? the hardest part about the expos is at the end of the day, you're just completely wiped. It's it's, oh, yeah, it's draining, man. man. Yeah, I I remember I came home from that Indiana show, man, and I thought I was going to have to ice down like. 22 pound bag of ice on each knee you know yeah. they were just shot from standing on the concrete man but it's so much fun man seeing people uh get super intrigued about what we do out of these little plastic boats man i mean you really can't beat it dude it's it's a lot of fun um getting people interested in into the sport yeah so. i i enjoy it man it's i, I already asked rick it's so i was like man let's sit, let's set something up for when we do the the swap meet at LCK. Let's yeah. set up, let's set something up to where we do seminars that weekend. I want to do another one. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, man. So so let's talk about that real quick, man. Because I just had a seminar this past weekend that, mm-hmm. that obviously wasn't my first go around on that. But um, what did, what did, what was your seminar on? Uh, me and Nate did kayak rigging. So 
Okay. Uh, we went back and forth. He would do like a little, uh, he would talk about safety. Then I would talk about fish finder, battery, you know, all that stuff. And then like storage, uh, life vest. I, I showed him the proper way to wear a life vest. Okay. Okay. So it was kind of more of like a kayaking 101 plus, plus a little bit of boat rigging or something. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah, it was fun. I got to throw this comment up here. Uh, Jacob Ruff. <laughs> as long as you didn't fall in a pool at the show, you're good. Uh, unlike my man Ricketts. Yeah, he, he called me after that happened. And he was just like laughing hysterically. <laughs> dude, dude, he called me as well. And uh, it was funny, man. I love telling this story because he's like, bro, you are not going to believe what just happened. And he's like snickering. <laughs> but in the background, you hear because his feet were sopping wet and you could hear his shoes just squishing every footstep. Yeah. Fell in the demo pool in front of a bunch of people. And it was cold that weekend too. So his walk to the car, man, must have really sucked. Yeah, it was like 30 degrees or something, right? It was colder than that. There was there was like wind chill. It was probably teens, twenties, <laughs> teens. That's hilarious, man. That's hilarious. O- only Ricketts, man. Yeah, you know, he's a character, man. You know, he's got it his he's got his moments. He's got his moments for sure, man. Bikes but in. uh <laughs> You went there, not me, my man. You went there, not me. Um, so, so let's talk about this, man, because uh, and and I've I've always had this comment to you uh, as well, man. You you let's face it, you crush it when it comes to the social media game. So, what's your strategy with that, man? Like, what, what's your whole process behind that? You always are taking epic photos, perfect descriptions, perfect hashtags, stuff like that, man. Like. What's, what's your method of madness? How did you figure that all out? I Well, I've been using Instagram since the like the first month it came out. It was like 2011 or something. You call me know. old? You call me no. old? <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I've learned a lot from Sam this yeah. year. I, he Like we had, we had this uh, uh, Instagram engagement pod going on. I've learned a lot from that. I uh, like... If you want to like have a big social following, you need to be social. So sure. my thing is like comment, comment on people's posts, like their posts, like just have a conversation with them. People like that. For sure. Uh, yeah, sure. And uh, I know we were working that Cincinnati travel boat, uh, boat and sports show. And uh, Chad, Chad Hoover came up to the booth. I was like, hey, Chad, I'm Brad Hicks. He was like, I know who you are. I'm like, how? He's like, you, you, you come on my post all the time, man. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, I, that's cool. I mean, it works that way. Yeah, and man. The it hashtags, will. the hashtags, it's just, I just tag related stuff. There's no, like, thought put into it. Rhyme um, or reason. Yeah, the description stuff, it's just whatever I'm thinking at the moment. It's nothing, like, elaborate, like, where I sit there and, like wait to hit the send button, you know? Well, it's funny, man. I know um, when when I had Scott Butcher on the show uh, and we were talking about social media and, you know, he posed the question to me, you know, what's the, what's the most important thing about social media or something like that? 
And you know me, I'm always thinking of things from a business standpoint. So I'm like, oh, it's free marketing, bro. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, the key is being social. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, well, yeah, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But it's so true, man. I think I think a lot of people uh, kind of skip over that step and forget about it, you know. Um, so it's clutch, man. I think it's 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 a very important factor for sure. Yeah, I, I enjoy it too because it feels like I'm like being part of the part of the community. It's like building relationships, like I mentioned earlier. Um, Absolutely. That that's something like literally that's something Sam has taught me since I've met him and. It's it's working. No, I, I completely agree, man. I mean, everybody that I've seen comment in this chat, I've had some kind of interaction with on social media. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that comes from, you know, doing the podcast and, and you know, these guys, you know, commenting on, you know, whatever post it was. And then I'd reply and then they'd reply back. You know, like JD, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I met I met JD through social media, and I had some questions at the time, and I reached out to him. And I know I've told this story before, so I apologize for those of you that have heard it. But you know, I reached out to JD, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, bro, I'll answer whatever questions you got, man." Next thing you know, he's taking me to the finest Chipotle restaurant <laughs> in uh, in South Carolina, man. We're having lunch. Uh, when I was down there and uh, I mean dude it's it's always a good time talking to him and him and I I mean I consider him a really good close friend man I mean we Mm -hmm. we chat quite a bit and you know although most of our interaction is through social media or or messenger chats um, I mean dude I mean I can't can't even begin to name off the the people I've met um, just just through social media and the in the connections you know yeah Um, I know we've talked about before in the paddle and fin chat, like there's, you know, obviously there's a lot of us and, you know, we, we've made these connections with all different people all over the country. Mm -hmm. And at any given point in time, you could probably hit any one of these guys up and be like, yo man, I was thinking about coming out to your area. They'd be like, bro, congrats on my couch. Set a tent up in my backyard or let's meet up, you know, let's make a trip out of it, you know. Josh Josh Smith, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know Josh is – I I saw he was in the chat, man, and, uh, um, you know, it's – he's like, you guys got to come out here to New York. Let's do it. I told him if he's ever in my area, dude, he has a place to stay. Oh, I told him the same thing. I'm like, you know – People hear Illinois and they're like, you guys got fish? You guys got fish there? Like other than carp? <laughs> I, I have a feeling your guys' river fishing is awesome though. <laughs> well, it's not only the rivers. We do have some some pretty amazing lakes too. Um, yeah. You know, we, we have some uh, power plant lakes, uh, you know, that act as cooling lakes that produce some really big bass. I just saw a post today. Um, there was a guy down fishing a tournament at one of them and uh, caught two six-pounders, man, which Dang. is crazy. You don't think a six-pound bass in Illinois. I mean, granted, yeah. there's there's plenty of five- and six-pounders to go around, but, you know, you don't think Illinois and, you know, over five-pound bass, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's pretty incredible, man. Yeah. I mean, 
that's I mean, look, I'm going to see Dustin Nichols in April, dude. I'm gonna fish the Gulf for saltwater for the first time ever. And I've that's never cool. never personally met Dustin face to face. you know, it's it's been all through, you know, social media, um, Jackson team, the podcast, mm-hmm. things like that, man. And he's like, Bro, come down here. Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I know him personally too. It's cool. Well, Dustin's one of those cats, man. He, uh, you'll talk to him for 20 minutes and you'll be like, dude, I feel like I've known this guy my entire life. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think that goes for most of the kayak fishing community, man. There, we got some good souls in the community, man. And it, it, it makes me very proud to be a part of that. Um, yeah. you know, I, I haven't come across like anybody that I've like despised or hated or anything. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, Well, I mean, you do despise and hate me sometimes, but you know, <laughs> that's because you're a slave pusher, man. <laughs> oh man, he's like pumped his content out, guys. God, you guys, you guys like to tell stories, man. I am the most laid back dude when it comes to the podcast. You guys are the ones that are always up my rear, like, yo, bro, you got this stuff uploaded? You know, like, is this going to be out on time? Uh, you know, I'm just kidding. But, I, I, I've been trying to help you. No, I, I do. Dude, I appreciate it, man. Well, and that's the thing. Like, let's talk about that for a second, you know, because that was part of the reason why I wanted to do this with the host. You know, it's like a lot of people here paddling thin um, and, and they instantly, not instantly, but most of the time people recognize it as me mm-hmm. or Jay Randall because we've been doing it for so long. And I don't think it's fair to you guys, you know, like you guys all call me the boss and all this crap and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Dude, we're just a group of like-minded people, you know? Yeah, this was my genius idea. Sure. But, you know, I don't take all the credit for this. So, you know, I figured, you know, we, we have a lot of people that tune into the show and all of our shows. And we appreciate everybody that tunes into any segment um, that we put out, man. And it's pretty impressive to see where the podcast started to now where it's at and where it continues to go. Um, but I think, you know, you guys deserve to be in the spotlight. You know, I talked about that uh, before on the podcast, you know, when, when Jay said he was going to step back, you know, he's taking care of some personal things. He's got some opposite, you know, interests right now. His, his mind isn't totally set in kayak fishing right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, dude, I'm just going to step back. I'll, I'll just do all the uploads and stuff. You guys do all the shows and, you know, I'll come back around and everybody's like, you can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's one of those things, man. So, so I just want to say thank you to you, man, for all the hard work and, and stuff you do, man. I mean, um, you know, it's not like we're making paychecks here at Paddle and Finn, you know, no. <laughs> strictly for the love of the sport, you know. If you think we're making money off of this, you're <laughs> dead wrong. <laughs> dead wrong. It's, it's funny. I get people that aren't necessarily in the kayak fishing world and they're like, you do a podcast? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do it on kayak fishing, you know. Uh, we're, we got like six, six, uh, Six days a week, we have a different episode every you know every day of the week, except for Saturday. But that's about to change, and they're like, "Oh, you guys making like a lot of money off that?" I'm like, 
<laughs> this thing costs me money, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's funny, but it, it, you know, it's like, that's the thing is, you know, the pure enjoyment I get out of having conversations, and I, I know you and I have had that conversation before, man. Mm-hmm. Just having conversations with like-minded people, it's like it's like having a phone call with somebody that you know you're interested in talking to, and it, it provides that opportunity. But not only that, but everybody that tunes in gets to take little tidbits and learn from that and things like that. And I think it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest reasons I, I do this. Not only is the people who listen learn, I, I'm actually learning. Like that Z-Man episode we just did yeah. uh, last Thursday, that was an awesome episode. Uh, yeah. Glenn, Glenn Young, he, he's a cool dude. I learned a, a bunch about the Chatterbait that episode. It was awesome. Heck yeah, man. What I thought was most intriguing about that is he's like what the the – like senior marketing director or something or yeah, sales, sales manager. manager. Yeah. Dude's like, I don't even fish out of a boat. I fish out of a kayak. I know. I love that. I was yeah. Like, yeah, perfect guy. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. This guy's badass. I like Z man even more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He had a cool backstory too. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. So let me ask you this. So obviously you've been around on the podcast front here for about a year. Um, what would you say has probably been your most favorite episode? Um, man, I have to think back for that. Uh, the Arachnet one was fun. Michelle, uh, Michelle Adams, I think was her last name. Yeah. She was, she was fun, fun and interesting to talk to. She, she, like she had a chip on her shoulder. I liked it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. She, she was a little sparky, man. I, I liked that. Um, she had a lot to say, and it was very interesting hearing her uh, point of view on business. You know, mm-hmm. again, like I'm just a knack for you know, I'm always business driven and things like that. Just yeah, that, she I, she uh, uh, what was that she said? Uh, ma- uh, man in the arena. That's the thing that sticks out to me. I was like, yep, I like that. That's yeah, cool. yeah, heck <laughs> yeah, man, heck yeah. Very cool. So with that being said, what do you think was your biggest struggle throughout your lifespan here at Paddle and Finn so far? Like uh, Easily the friend stuff, man. The friend stuff? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Well, I, I there's just a, a bunch went on last year. I, I, oh, all right. Yeah. yeah, you know. Gotcha. I, gotcha. I won't get into it, but, you know, it, it, it sucked. For a yeah. while there, I was, I was, I, I haven't told you this, but I was contemplating on quitting. Yeah. It, it just wasn't fun for me at that point. And no, then, I hear you, man. Uh, I kind of, I patched things up with people and uh, it, it's all good. I mean, I, I do want to address that though. Like I get this question a lot about the uh, competition between podcasts. So what competition, <laughs> you know, like that's what I tell people. I'm like, there's no competition. I listen to every single kayak fishing podcast out there, man. I, I absolutely, I li- uh, all my buddies, everybody that does them. Uh, I listen to them all, man. I enjoy it. Absolutely. I, I'm not trying to be better than anybody. Well, that's just it, man. I think it's, you know, I get that comment all the time. Oh, did you hear about so-and-so started a podcast? Or did you hear about this new podcast? Blah, 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 blah. And my response is, oh, cool. More content. And they're like, what? Like, aren't you worried that they're going to? 
be your competition? And I'm like, no. I think it's cool that everybody that listens to podcasts and loves kayak fishing has more things to listen to and more ways uh, to learn new and interesting things. Because here's the thing, and this is my perspective on it, is the way I envision something or the way I ask questions is going to be completely different than the way you ask questions, the way Josh Smith from uh, Darkwaters asks questions, uh, different from the way that Zach Carell at Yak Legion asks questions, different from, you know, the guys at KBN or Scott Future or whoever. And I think the more different perspectives you get, I think it's it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I like the different angles. Everybody's unique. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I've always gotten that too. And, and it's come up in our group chat all the time, man, is, um, well, do we really want to want to talk to uh, so-and-so? They were just on so-and-so's podcast and so-and-so's podcast. And yeah. Yeah, why not? Like, yeah, some of the questions are going to be repetitive. Um, but at the same time, you're going to ask some other different questions. You know, I've had that situation before, and, and even with return guests to the podcast, right? You don't want to make the sec- same episode twice, right? Yeah. So i got to be crafty and come up with new and different questions and things to talk about. So it's kind of unique, man. Um, and I think it's a lot of fun. You know, I yeah. look at it as a game rather than a, a job, you know? Yeah. Like, who can I interview that's going to be unique and different? Um, you know, I've gotten the comment before, like, you know, man, like, why don't you have so-and-so on your podcast? They're crushing the tournament game. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They are. But I think there's a lot of anglers that, and we talked about it in after hours, right? Mm-hmm. Just because you're in a kayak doesn't mean you have to go and fish a kayak tournament, right? Yeah. There's more to kayak fishing than than tournament fishing. Don't get me wrong. I love fishing tournaments. I'm a competitive dude. Um, but there's a lot of other people out there that are doing very interesting, unique things out of their kayaks. I mean, look at Gene Wilson. Yeah, that woman is like Yoda to me. I mean, <laughs> I would give anything to go spend 24 hours on the water with that woman because she catches more big bass than any man I've ever talked to or seen anywhere in the kayak fishing community. She doesn't fish tournaments, really. I think she fishes a few here and there. Yeah. But I mean, dude, like... The woman's on the front of the DNR for Florida regulation cover holding the, what, 11-pound bass or 12-pound bass or something? Like, crazy. come on, bro. Like, I mean, seriously? Uh, you know, you know, like Jay Randall right now, right? He's he's interested in, in, in hunting, and that's something he's always wanted to do. He's getting older, and he sees the opportunity right now where he can go do that, and He's talking about duck hunting out of uh, his kayak. And I just had Brad Hurlboss on last week talking about duck hunting out of a out of the uh, Johnny boat, dude. I mean, yeah. I love talking about different things um, that are being done in a kayak as far as a fishing or hunting or 
overnight camping trips or, you know, doing headstands in a, in a seat <laughs> on the water, you know, things like that. But, you know, I think a lot of that gets overlooked, man. I mean, there are some very unique individuals doing some very unique things out of these little plastic boats. And I think right now, especially in the podcast game, everybody gets hung up on the tournament anglers. Yeah. So, I agree. you know, I've kind of tried to take a, a, a little curve in the road to, to kind of get away from that a little bit. I mean, let's face it, we got plenty of that on this podcast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, so it, it's kind of cool. And, and that's one thing that I like about you. I mean, you do fish some local club tournaments, but, dude, you love fishing rivers. Um, and I think you captivate that very well. Um, and, and you're posting about it on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I, you've really taken off with doing like the little YouTube walkthrough videos and, mm-hmm. and teaching. I mean, that's one of the main aspects this podcast was founded on was to get information out there because I struggled finding the information when I got into the kayak fishing world. Um, yeah. I'm not saying that there wasn't stuff already out there, but it wasn't easy, easily accessible. And now we're seeing an excess of information, which is great for our community, I think. Um, Not only for the people in it, but for the growth of this sport. Because there's a lot of people that are like, you know, like Facebook posts that are seeing, you know, uh, what, there's 10 of us posting about kayak fishing and that goes out into the interwebs. And, you know, people all over are seeing that type of stuff, man. Same thing with Instagram. So yeah. Yeah, I'm not as active on Facebook as I should be, but I I post on there. I don't read much. There's just too much political stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So I I try to stay away from it. It's a good thing Jay Randall's not here. You get him fired up right now (laughs) talking about politics. Hey, uh, (laughs) I I saw my coworker uh, comment in the uh, comment section. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He He really does listen to all those podcasts. He, uh, uh, he he! It drives him nuts because he's like, "Will you stop listening to podcasts? Let's listen to music." I'm like, "I gotta listen to the freaking fishing podcast, man." <laughs> uh, we got a uh, little little house clean, clean in here. We got, uh, I believe, I already mentioned Drew Steele is in the house. Robert Whetstone, uh, Justin Staley, Brock Howell. I'm out, guys, heading four four hundred feet under the ground. This dude right here works in a Better coal mine, six. man. No, he works in a coal mine, and he's like, dude, sometimes it takes us an hour to get underground, like all the way underground where we're going. Wow. I mean, he was telling me some stories, man. I don't know. I don't know how he does it, bro. Uh, be safe, brother. Um, thanks for stopping in tonight. Um but, yeah, I mean, I'm the same way, man. Anytime I'm in the car, i got podcasts on. I'm listening to Paddle and Finn, Dark Waters, uh, Yak Legion, Drew Gregory. I forget mm-hmm. who else, man. Because that's a unique thing about us. we got so many different episodes going, man. It's like, yeah. you know, typically I'm not listening to the episodes when I edit. Um, I'm just cutting and clipping the front and the back and adding the little things here and there. And then uh, that's that's my listening music to and from work. You yeah, know, I got quite a commute, and I spend a lot of time behind the wheel, so it's nice, man. I I listen to every paddle and fin episode except for noobs. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> he he thinks none of us listen to his episode. 
<laughs> oh, poor Milford, man. I listened to it. I, I yeah, didn't you guys to need today, to take but... the easy on him. Yeah, well, when he stops talking about cheese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin Staley said there's people out there bow fishing in kayaks now because kayaks have advanced so much. Absolutely, man. I just saw um, – it was at the Madison show that had uh, some some uh, bow fishermen there, um, and they had a little booth set up, and they said they've seen a spike in the guys that are, are doing it out of kayaks, man. Yeah. Uh, that's not, something i got to look into, some, find somebody that's uh, bow fishing out of a kayak. That'd be cool yeah. for sure. So that sounds like something my dad would do. Yeah. He's a big hunter. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Justin Staley says he's just out here trying to make it, man. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's too funny. I got to quit watching the comments, man. I get carried <laughs> away in that stuff. Yeah. Um, so uh, what else you got, man? What else you want to talk about all this stuff? I'll, I'll open this up to you. Um, we, we're a little over 50 minutes, man. So I want to give you the floor and let you talk about whatever you want to talk about. Um, up to you, brother. Mm. I don't know, man. I honestly, I don't know. One piece of advice for anybody new coming into the sport. Time on the water. You, okay. you, you can study as much as you want, but it's not going to do you any good unless you're putting the time in on the water. I like it. I like it. Okay. I, 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 I started fishing, uh, rivers in 2012 and, uh, I read a ton on the Ohio game fishing forums. It, I mean, it helped, but for at least the first three or four years, I was, I wasn't catching fish. I was getting skunked like four to six times, you know, to every 10 trips. So I, I I've, it, I've grown since then, uh, putting the timing on the water this past year, I felt like that was kind of a breakout year, I guess. Quotation sure. marks. Um, it's because I had I had a, probably close to 100 days, if not over, on yeah. the water last year. And yeah, you were on the water quite a bit, man. And, you know, that goes back to, um, you know, what we do here at the podcast, talking about a bunch of individuals. And I think I mentioned this on another podcast, but, you know, we mentioned Ryan Milford, Mr. Cheeseford. And, uh, you know, he uh, – he struggled, man. He, he's been bass fishing for like five years. And I remember when he put out his first podcast, he could name off every single fish he caught. And I was like, dude, I couldn't even tell you how many fish I caught last month, you know? And uh, he was really struggling, but it's cool to see where he's come. Not only A, by, you know, doing the podcast and talking to the different guests, but B, getting out there and spending more time on the water and putting it all together. And mm -hmm. I, I think that's very crucial, man. Um, like you said, it, time on the water is everything. I know I struggled the last half of the season because I didn't put as much time in on the water as I probably should have been. Yeah. You know? so that's one of the things. Um, but uh, I like that piece of advice. One funny story or mishap while you were on the water in your kayak. You got anything good? Fall out of your boat? I haven't fell, fallen out yet, so I'm not a true kayaker yet. You know that saying? Yeah. You're not a true kayaker until you fall out your boat. But I guess I'm not a true mm. kayaker either. 
Uh, I don't know. I guess we, uh, I during that panel and Finn meetup last year, I caught that uh, uh, 18 and a quarter or something like that. Uh, tried to boat flip the thing, and it snapped my rod. <laughs> I, I still caught the fish, snapped the rod. I used the rod the rest of the day still. Oh, man. <laughs> so That'll happen when you're trying to boat flip, brother. Yeah, that Get thing it. was massive. I mean, it. It, 18 and a half or 18 and a quarter, but I don't know. It's probably close to four pounds. Very it was cool. fat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was some beefy fish in that lake, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to coming back out there and fishing it again, man. Yeah, that's where I'm going to be. Uh, I'm pre-fishing next weekend with Justin Marshall, I think. Nice. And that's where we're going to fish for the first Radius Charity Tournament that we have. Cool. Heck yeah, man. I dig it. Well, yeah. you've had uh, some some good success on that lake, so I'm looking forward to see what you do, man. Yeah, I'm not much of a cold water guy, so if you guys have tips, uh, hit me up or something. Uh, so- I'm thinking the water would probably be like 45 to 50 degrees. Slow, very yeah. slow. I was gonna, I was gonna throw a jig and a Ned rig, probably. We'll Finesse see. jig, Ned rig, uh, very slow moving swim baits, maybe. Although that tournament that I won last year, the water was fifty four degrees, and uh, I was throwing a chatter bait, and they were nailing it. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, interesting. It, was, it was interesting. Heck yeah. Um, well, with that being said, man, uh, I'll, I'll give you the floor to, uh, say thanks to anybody you need to thank and, uh, we'll go from there, man. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Mark Bersani and, uh, uh, Jason Ricketts, uh, team Loveland canoe and kayak. Also Josh Eldridge for being a, a friend. I know it's not easy sometimes, but. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm going to stop you there and I'm throwing this comment on the screen because you're thanking Josh and he's. Puts up a comment, I plan on sabotaging Brad's kayak. So you may want to retract that statement. <laughs> Hold on. you know, you, Watch this. You know what I'm doing there? Turning the other cheek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Love it, man. Love it. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Loveland Canoe and Kayak. Uh, Bonafide. Bonafide Kayaks. I'm on their team now. Um Let's see. Bending Branches. That's one of my newer ones. Very cool. I was stoked to get on that team. That was awesome. And uh, Dakota Lithium. That's that's a, the newest one. Very nice, dude. Very nice. Yep. Well, keep crushing it, Mr. Hicks. I appreciate you taking the time out this evening, man, and all the work you do uh, both on the front line and behind the scenes here at Paddle and Finn. Um, I very much appreciate it, and I'm I know all the other guys do as well. So thank you. Um, real quick, guys. Go ahead. Go ahead. I do got to say thanks to you, man, because without, oh, I'm serious, man. Without all this, man, nothing else would be possible. It's, it's been fun. It's been real no, fun. No, man. No, it's, it's always a gas, man. I think we got a, a really good core group of guys and gal. Don't discount Susie. Um, you know, we could. This wouldn't be possible without all of us working together, man. That's the way I look at it. So um, if not, I'd be sitting here talking by myself every week by myself. I don't know. But uh, Justin Staley says, thanks, Brad Hicks. Um, But real quick, guys, just want to uh, shout out the guys that uh, some of the companies that support us here at Paddle and Finn. 
uh, Jig Masters Jigs. Uh, if you guys are getting ready to prep up for the season, uh, looking for some very cool baits to throw. Uh, jigs, buzz baits, spinner baits, marabou jigs, punch rigs. What am I missing, dude? Uh, I don't know. Go to jigmasters.com. Uh, you can use promo code PNF20. It'll save you 20%, which makes it totally affordable. Uh, and some amazing products made right in Ohio. Uh, shout out to my man, Hammered Lures, Eric Richards. Uh, guys, gals, save your used plastic baits from uh, this uh, fishing season. Throw them in a little bag. Email them. <laughs> to the address in the show notes. Uh, my man, Eric Richards, melts those down, makes new baits and donates them to various chapters of Heroes on the Water. Uh, catch, I mean, catch. Shout out to Duke and the crew over there. Um, you know, with everything that transpired a couple weeks ago, obviously they got overrun with catchboard orders. And uh, I know Duke's put out some posts and things like that. I was chatting with him yesterday, and uh, they've been keeping up with it and, uh, you know, pumping them out and getting those boards shipped out uh, as fast as possible. Some of the more custom boards with engravings and things are taking a few extra days, um, and uh, but they're, they're trying to keep up with the, uh, the overwhelming amount of orders they've been receiving. Um, so if you guys have a catch board on order, uh, just have some patience with that. Uh, they're trying to keep up. And then, obviously, TRC covers. I mean, come on now. Best rod covers on the market. Don't be a fool. Wrap your tool. You spend a lot of money on your rods. I mean, you know. Yeah, pretty cheap investment, man. Yeah, absolutely. They got real covers as well. Uh, lured covers. I mean, anything covers, man. Veteran owned and operated come on come on meow <laughs> well with that being said uh just want to say thank you to everybody that tuned in this evening uh we'll we'll leave this with uh chris's nice little comment here group hug love you all uh, there's another one too <laughs> what's the what, what's the other one? Oh my god uh brad hicks giving free hugs all season long that's a whole nother story we're not going there right now but uh i thank uh brad for joining us this evening man i hope you guys enjoyed this uh latest installment of the live stream uh we'll take you guys out uh with the uh little intro that we had uh hope everybody has a good week if you're getting out on the water, stay safe. If you're fishing in cold water, dry suits, extra clothes, just just be safe, please. I don't want to read about anybody I care about in the kayak fishing community in the newspaper. With that being said, guys and gals, tight lines, smooth paddling. See ya. Go check out the website, guys. Paddle, the letter N in fin.com. Also, check out YouTube. 
youtube.com forward slash paddle and fin. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're doing giveaways, announcements, things like that at Facebook and Instagram at paddle and fin. Shout out to our show supporters, Rocktown Adventures, Loveland Canoe and Kayak, Hammered Lures, Fish Mob Lures, TRC Covers, Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com. You can put the Paddle and Fin logo right on your catchboard. Don't forget to go over and pick up your Jig Masters jigs. Use promo code PNF20 and save 20% today. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. It helps grow the audience, helps others find our podcast. So please drop a five-star rating in on the podcast platform you're listening on. Don't forget about the Recycled Plastics program, you guys. Take your used plastic baits, put them in an envelope, mail them to the address in the show notes. Our man Eric Richards at Hammered Lures melts those down, makes new baits, and donates them to various chapters of Heroes on the Water.